Yo, bring it back. Here's what you've missed on the bright side. Joined in the studio by a very, very special guest. Yes, we have the founder of Kitchen Tools. It is a business forge out of his own passion that carries handcrafted kitchen knives, primarily forged by blacksmiths in Japan. We welcome to the studio Ben Liu. Hey! Hello. <laughs> Thanks for joining us and bringing your tools. He's brought two very big, long, sharp knives. Yeah, they are huge. Uh, yeah, and it's got a special sleeve as well, uh, which I've never seen before, Ben. If we can show it to everyone, yeah. the camera's right there. So it's huge, though. These mm. are my two favorite knives at home. So, we... Yeah, I'm and... Sure oh, careful so, when you... Whoa! Oh, that thing is a, beautiful. This is what we call bunka. A bunka. Yeah, it's an all-purpose knife. Mm. So, okay. used for meat, vegetables, seafood, everything. That one knife covers it all. Yep. Because wow. I heard my... that you have to have a special knife for, like, veggies and then another knife for, like, meat. Is that true, um, Knife Master? Not exactly. Oh, you, okay. Like, for example, a chef knife can do pretty much everything. If you have the right one. Yeah. Okay, maybe yeah. it was chopping board I was thinking yeah, about. And this yeah. one is my favorite chef knife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's made by a really special blacksmith. Yeah, I'll talk about that, more about that later. I can see some engraving on it. Yeah, that's, yeah. His, uh, that's his name. Wow. So he learned calligraphy just to chisel his own. That's name on that must not have been easy to get your name on a knife, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing, you know. Ben has traveled extensively around Japan in order to get to know these craftsmiths, these uh, blacksmiths, and then bring in all their beautiful knives to Singapore. We're going to hear more about those stories, the interesting characters he's met as well on our Facebook Live. But first up, Ben, can you tell us about this love affair with Japanese knives? How did it start and um, lead you towards <clears throat> kitchen tools? So I've always loved cooking from young, mm-hmm. and uh, also inspired by my, my dad. He loves to cook and oh. when I first uh, moved into my apartment with my wife uh, like pretty much most Singaporeans we just bought a standard knife block at department stores nothing mm. wrong with that but I found it a little boring so I started exploring <laughs> <laughs> what made it boring was it not cutting properly it wasn't the right it, it size or feel fine, but I, can, I just felt like it could be better right so I've always been fascinated already with Japanese knives um, uh, history of like samurai blades and all so and I bought my first Japanese knife. It mm. was a um, pretty big commercial brand, Shun. And it was it performed really well. So it lived up to its reputation. Ah, Somewhat. Nice, nice. What was the key difference? I'm curious. Um, there's two key differences for me. Um, aesthetics, it, they, they just have a more specialized look. Mm. Like just that hammered, forged look. And uh, performance-wise, it's also much better for me. Okay. So I explored deeper and I fell into a rabbit hole of uh, <laughs> <laughs> Japanese knives. Yeah, so I started buying more and more knives. I'm like, oh, if I'm buying more and more knives, uh, maybe I should, I should consider um, bringing in my own knives and starting up something. <laughs> wow, I mean, that is quite the passion, yeah, because yeah. it led you to starting the business of Kitchen Tools. And how did you come up with that name? Kitchen. Um, it's actually just, I went through many names, but uh, I just wanted something that's easy to for people to relate mm-hmm. uh, kitchen is just a direct translation of kitchen in Japanese oh, okay yeah. and how the Japanese would say kitchen they would yeah. say kitchen because yeah, they have like the, accent, the more I traditional guess? name but most uh, kitchen is people people get it ah yeah. 
I did not know that. Yeah. I learned a Japanese word today. It also made uh, choosing a website domain much easier. <laughs> <laughs> hey, these are that practical business advice, okay? Yeah. Uh, one last question before we hop on to Facebook Live. So Kitchen Tools actually started online, right? You did a lot of pop-ups and now you have this wonderful, it's beautiful store. I went there recently, the physical store at Bijou. It's at Fort Jalan Mat Jambol. You were actually uh, heavily involved in the store's layout and design. What do you hope to achieve with this amazing shop space for customers? Yeah, so um, just very quickly, I started online and then shortly after COVID happened, uh, so by when the times were right, I did a couple of pop-ups mm. and through the pop-ups, I realized that uh, there's a real need for me to have a retail space. Okay. Yeah. So People were really into yeah. the knives that you brought in? Yeah, it's one thing to see knives online, it's another to be able to hold them and try them out. I mean, that's why you started looking for yep. new knives in the first place. It didn't feel right. Yes, and when it's you're, kind of like... Yeah. Um, why you take a car for a test drive? Ah. It's one thing to see a car, it's another to take it for a test drive to see if it works it's for you. It's not a one-size-fits-all situation. Yeah, because, yeah. It, you know, I mean, when you're in the kitchen, especially if you love cooking, you love dropping yeah. things up, you, you want to feel good, right, doing yeah. it as well. All right, we yeah. are in the studio with Ben Liu, the founder of Kitchen Tools, and he specializes in sharp knives. <laughs> How to get <laughs> oh, them sharp. sharp. If you've got questions for Ben, hey, pop on over to our Facebook at facebook.com slash 1FM91.3. Send us your questions or comments. Mm-hmm. And you can also do that via WhatsApp, okay? Could lead you to a very cool prize from Crafune worth $100. Back with more Ben in just a bit. Just a heads up that uh, we're also going to be shooting something really special with Ben. It's about how to shop at knives. That's a very key thing. Mm. And it leads to our next question. What do you want people to know when it comes to knives? Like shop knives in particular or shopping? Anything? Um, yeah, so... Not everyone needs to buy a new knife. Uh, everyone has knives at home, but everyone needs their knife sharpened um, from time to time, depending on your knife. So yeah, a common analogy I like to use is uh, cars again. Mm. So um, cheap cars, uh, less expensive cars or expensive cars, they all need to be serviced at some point yes, in true, time true, for yeah, it true. to perform its best. The same goes for knives. Ah. So uh, one common misconception is that a sharp knife is more dangerous. It's actually quite the opposite. Uh, Dow knives are much more dangerous than a sharp knife. How so? So, uh, just give an example. So, let's say you know that you're using a sharp knife. You just just you're more aware. Mm. You're more careful when you use it. Right. And you're cutting with the geometry of the blade, and the knife just bites into the ingredient. Whereas a Dow knife, over time, is more of a subconscious thing. You tend to use more force. Like you're just used used to using more force over time. True. And um, it's when you're cutting like a Something harder ingredient, like a pumpkin, oh, mm. okay. where the dull edge tends to slip. And with all that force, that's when the heavy damage happen. occurs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. And okay. I'm pretty sure that that pumpkin still hasn't been cut. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Okay. So that's a common myth that a sharp knife is actually more dangerous. Quite the opposite. Um, this is the next question. Um, can you take us through, you know, what to note when choosing a knife? Uh, I love how on Facebook Live you mentioned that, yeah, you know, knives, very personal thing. It's about your feel of the knife. It's like your bags for mm. us ladies. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. there are several factors. Um, quite often we have customers who come in and they are looking for their first knife they don't really know what to call it they just say that oh I'm looking for everyday use knife or okay. some all-purpose knife or they're looking for a gift so the first thing I usually narrow down is the type of steel uh, the easiest breakdown is stainless steel or carbon steel so here this one's a stainless and this one's a carbon steel wow what's the difference so, um, carbon steel would rust if not well taken care of for example if you're cutting um, lots of acidic food 
you, and you just leave it at the table. You're going to wash your hands. You come back, you're going to start to see surface rust developing pretty quickly. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, that's okay. how. Uh, but it sounds really scary, and that usually scares people off. But that's um, you just need to wipe your knife down. That's ah, fine. Okay. And oh. apart from that, everything else about carbon steel, I'd say it's better than stainless. Mm. Uh, it's sharper. It stays sharp longer, Ooh. and it's easier to sharpen. Okay. Yeah. So Japanese purists. They usually go for carbon steel. But nowadays, stainless steel are getting much better. Uh, technology in the steel metallurgy is improving. Mm. Um, so, usually I'll break it down to this two first. And most people will gear towards stainless steel. And I recommend stainless steel. Mm. Uh, it's just easier to maintain for first-time users. Sure. Usually, it's uh, chefs that are more familiar with carbon steel, then they might go for that. Because it's not something we, we think about all the time if you're not yeah. really serious about your knives or you don't cook all that often. I mean, a knife is a knife. It's stainless yep. steel. It looks good. It feels good. And then you don't really think about like taking care of it or cleaning it for that matter. Yeah. So, how do we care for the knife? So, uh, in general, there's not that much care. Just wash it as you would any um, kitchen equipment. Mm -hmm. And then just uh, recommend people to dry it before storing, even if it's a stainless steel knife. So, mm -hmm. uh, stainless steel can actually rust over time if not taken care well, well ah. taken care of. Yeah. And uh, like we had a conversation about this. You know how some people like to use knife blocks? Yeah. You know, and just slot it back in, right? Mm. Actually, your take on it is, ah, uh, oh, better to just like leave it out to air. Uh, yeah. I'm, I mean, if it works for you, it's, it's fine. But I'm, I personally, I'm not a big fan of it. Um, I have like just this wooden shoes for my knives. Is that how you store it every time? You put it back in the um, sheath? For this knife, yeah. I actually have a magnetic knife right in my oh, kitchen. Oh, cool. But it's... it's it's very functional, but it's not for everyone, especially if you have kids. Uh, maybe, maybe you do yeah. not want your knife so easily accessible. So sure. you have to see your circumstance. Okay. So for my more prized knives, yeah, I'll keep it in the wooden sheath. Mm. And you can just put it somewhere where um, the top shelf where kids can't reach and you can just take it out to use. Okay. Because what I realized is that some people, they buy fancy knives, but they keep it in the box. Yeah. And because oh. they keep it in the box, they guilty, are much <laughs> unlikely to take it out to use it. It's true. Yeah. I've got so many knives from boxes from my mom, actually. Ah. Uh, she keeps buying them because, you know, on sale. Yeah. <laughs> and they're good knives. They're actually really good knives with, the, you know, yeah. engraving and all that kind of thing. So uh, we're chatting with Ben Liu from Kitchen Tools this morning. Stay tuned. Coming up, we'll find out how to sharpen your knife. Okay, what's the best way to do that? In fact, we're going to be doing a video, uh, Lavinia and I as well, uh, to see who can sharpen it better. Yes. Join us on Facebook Live, facebook.com slash 1FM 91.3. The conversation continues with Ben Liu of Kitchen Tools. We had a great discussion on Facebook Live. First up, uh, can you actually tell us, because Candida asked this question, should we be sharpening our knives with stone or metal? Could you recap what your answer was? Uh, definitely recommend sharpening over stone. Uh, metal is more of the honing rod. It doesn't actually sharpen. It's good to do it on a day-to-day -day or once-a-week uh, basis, but you want to really sharpen your knives, uh, stone is the way to go. And, and you brought up about the gadgets. Yeah, the gadget thing, <laughs> the two plastic sides, and then there's that middle thing. It looks like a can opener of sorts. And yeah. then you just put your knife through it, yeah. up and down, back and forth, and then that seems to ruin the my knife. The gadgets are very convenient. They market it as a really convenient yeah. option. Uh, but over time, it actually damages the profile of your knife, uh, you meaning want, the shape of your knife. Right, and you don't yeah. want that, especially if you have a very expensive knife, yes. right? Ah. But uh, I'm thinking, I think with the stone, a lot of us don't know how to sharpen the knife. What's the right way to do what it? What can we do um, about it? Can we learn from you at we, Kitchen Tools? We do provide a one-to-one -one or one-to-two knife sharpening classes okay. at the shop. Mm. Uh, usually takes about 90 minutes and Ooh. we recommend people to bring 
their knives down because ultimately that's what they're going to sharpen. Yeah. So they bring the knife down and we'll go through the theory basics and then we'll do a hands-on training. I love that. Okay. And one thing about uh, having a face-to-face knife class versus a watching on YouTube is feeling for what knowing what to actually feel for. Mm. That's something you can't see on uh, YouTube, for example. True, true. So you can sharpen, but... Um, you don't usually know what you're going on for. YouTube they say look feel uh look feel for the burr but you that's what is that right? what, what, what is a what's burr? that <laughs> yeah whereas at the shop you can actually okay so this is what it feels like ah yeah. I see you know what I in my chat with you I was so inspired I was I'm gonna buy my husband this for like a birthday gift we mm. go down and we take a knife sharpening course oh yeah. right I thought you were gonna buy him a knife and a <laughs> knife as well it's just that I think in reality I'll be the one using that knife more often. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I think I'll buy for myself so that I can cook for him. Is that a good idea? Yeah, it is uh, a good idea. Heads up, everyone. At Kitchen Tools, you can also get your knives sharpened. You know, some people are just really not comfortable. Maybe they just don't feel the confidence in sharpening their own knives. You can do it. It's about 10 to uh, $14, I do believe. Yep. Mm. Awesome. Uh, also, we were talking about chopping boards and how that can affect your knife. Yeah. And uh, you said bamboo, which is antibacterial, which is what I have at home. You said that's a big yeah. no-no. Why? I'm um, gutted by this information. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, bamboo, uh, bamboo is actually much too hard for the knife mm. you do not want um, to cut your knife into something that's so hard it will dull the edge yeah why don't they tell you this when you buy a knife yeah, that is no one has ever it. told me this <laughs> the bamboo chopping board seller won't but Ben will yeah. <laughs> so generally you want a board that's not too hard and not too soft mm. um, the, the edge of the blade should actually just bite just just a little bit into the board. Okay. Yeah, that, that is meant to protect the edge. Right. And whereas you are still cutting through the ingredient. Mm-hmm. One of the worst feelings I, I hate is when I'm cutting, let's say, scallion green onion mm-hmm. and you're cutting, dicing it all and yeah. then you realize they're all still connected by one yep. piece at the bottom. Yes. That happens with my sourdough bread. Yeah. It's okay. nearly impossible to cut so through. How that. does that happen? Like, why does it happen? Is it dull knife or is it? Uh, is one it? is dull knife and the other is the, the board. Say the board. It's not cooperating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or your knife gets stuck in the board oh, as yeah. well. That Get can happen. Two. Is there a problem, as, as you mentioned, uh, with too soft a chopping board? Yeah, the board is too soft. Over time, you have those knife grooves in the board and more and bacteria can start to accumulate. And yeah, that's quite disgusting buy new one <laughs> no but you have a method right you say just cause salt and half a lemon ev- yeah. after every use right I would say after every use maybe oh, okay. periodically uh, mm. as when you feel like your bot's a getting grimy. a bit dirty too mm. dirty yeah. So just put some coarse salt over the board and just slice half a lemon. Use it to rub the salt over the board. So that uh, deodorizes it, probably like yep. disinfects it as well. Yep. So easy. So you've got a solution as well in the term in in <laughs> by way of like a hybrid rubber kind of board. It looks yeah. like wood, but it's actually a rubberized yeah. thing. It doesn't I've, feel rubbery. I've tested quite a number of boards. Um, this is one of two most popular brands in Japan. The okay. other one's a brand called Hasegawa. Mm. But after trying both. Um, this is my preferred choice. Mm. The other one, um, it's more plasticky. Okay. It's um, a very textured groove. Um, but this one definitely holds up better. Okay. And you sell this uh, down at the store as well. Yeah. Oh, All right. Another thing I didn't mention, uh, the softer boards, over time, you notice they tend to warp. Yes. And they warp on the table. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's annoying. That's annoying and, <laughs> and dangerous. Yeah. yeah so good point. This one, um, I didn't notice it at first, actually. It was uh, some professional chefs that came by and asked me, does this board warp? Then I only then did I realize that actually this pot's really dense. Oh wow! And after long use, uh, yes, it's not warped on me. So 
Because the one that you've actually brought in the studio, I'm going to lift it up to the camera, okay? Oh, it's heavy, Carol. Mm. This one has been used in uh, kitchen tools for about two years. Yep. And you can see, oh, there's no grooves. It's got it's, good weight. Yeah. Hence, I would pass it to you. There's no cutting right marks. Really, really in it easy at all. to wash yeah. and maintain. Uh, all right. That's, that's young trying. We're learning something new. Grab it. It's heavy, babe. It's oh heavy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> what a workout. Oh, this is good for the tricep. I was just doing this in the gym yesterday. It's like, hey, give me this board. Yeah, well, it's really heavy, huh? And there's no cut marks or anything on it. Well, maybe a very slight one, but that's about it. I mean, I've never really had to think about how you need the right chopping board to cooperate with your knife. You know, especially if you spend quite a bit of money on your knife as well. You definitely want to make sure that you, you're going all out <laughs> to take care of them. We're going to jump onto Facebook Live. Have a quick quick chat with Ben. He's going to tell us about some interesting uh, characters he's met in his journey in getting hold of these amazing Japanese knives for kitchen tools. Join us on Facebook Live slash 1FM913. Thank you so much for joining us, Ben. All right, Ben. Uh, we were just chatting off air and we found out that you actually travel with your knife. The knife that you brought here in the studio. Uh, yes. And uh, a chopping on? board as yeah, well. Yeah, and a chopping board. You check that uh, all I, in. I bring the smaller knife and okay. a small board. Uh, when I travel, I like to visit the local farmer's market nice. and just find what uh, local produce they have especially fruits and I'll just bring back to cut it up to try with mm. my family yeah. yeah in the hotel room in the hotel room or yeah, are so you like there at the market and like no no no, no. <laughs> showing off your knife yeah. and like look at this um, I mean every country has their own especially farmer's market you find some more unique stuff where do you find the best farmer's markets oh that's tough share with us some that you love um, I think Puff I cannot remember the place but usually I just go on to Google and I'll search farmer's market and I'll try to Whatever find whatever's nearby usually it's on yeah. weekends it mm. happens on weekends then. and this happens on most of your travels every time you're overseas you make it a point to go to the or, farmer's market yeah, or local grocery store oh. not, not the supermarket I try to find the more local grocery stores Right. that's when I think you find more unique stuff this is a very interesting element about your travels because I don't know a lot of people who pack a knife and a chopping board <laughs> I mean I love the farmer's market but because I can buy stuff like soaps or olive oil or whatever but yeah. you are actually going and looking for the produce yeah Okay, that's great. That is really cool. I mean, it's already like that one key activity for each of every trip that you go on. I love that. I mm. love that. It's like your own tradition, if you will. Tell us about that one experience. You know, what was the best one you had? Oh, best one. I think it was Melbourne Yarra Valley. It was a weekend. And it was actually really, really fun. I recommend people check out these local farmers I've market. been to Yarra Valley so it's they would have live stations where yeah. they cook pilas and stuff lots Ooh. of lots of interesting stuff and activities then uh, you see like farmers will bring their produce of, of the week maybe some fresh tomatoes apples mm. and all the sorts they will just pick, pick whatever looks interesting and just bring back and cut it up and try it out that's a nice way to have a holiday, actually. I'm definitely going to go to uh, Ben's store, pick up a nice small knife. You can knife, just bring a small, small chopping board. A small pack it in my knife. knife. I got Swiss Army knife. Fruit knife. <laughs> it's got flowers on it. So I, I kind of like it. Yeah. <laughs> can you shop in that, by the way? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ben, thanks so much for joining us for the Bright Side Travels. We wish you all the best. And we can't wait to check out your store, Kitchen Tools, to find out more about knives and knife sharpening. Once again, that's at 4 Jalan Matjambol and it's Unit 01-04. Head on over to their website which is uh, kitchentools.com Happy travels! The Bright Side with Carol, Lavinia and Shazad Every weekday morning 6 to 10am on 1FM 91.3